He walked out in the gray light and stood and he saw for a brief moment the absolute truth of the world. The cold relentless circling of the intestate earth. Darkness implacable. The blind dogs of the sun in their running. The crushing black vacuum of the universe. And somewhere 200 animals trembling like ground foxes in their cover. Borrowed time and borrowed world and borrowed eyes with which to sorrow it. And lo, for the earth was empty of form, and void, and darkness was all over the face of the deep, and we said, look at that fucker dance. Welcome to Death of the Universe, a podcast that repurposes e-meters as defibrillators, brains as micro and macro plastics, Bidens as desanticizes, and worships at the altar of air traffic control. It is 11.52 a.m. on September 9th, 2023, here in Seoul, South Korea, and likewise, it is September 8th, 7.52 p.m. in the city of the Angolese, where... (laughs) where... um. A non-Jason co-host of the podcast currently resides and is beaming to us from Mr. Timothy Robert Buckbreaker himself. Uh, what's up, Tim? No, not much. How's it going? Not much. <laughs> Joining in, I am, if you follow on Reddit, the squeaky-voiced guy who got incredibly drunk last time we recorded. <laughs> But that is... That guy was a dick. Ah, whatever. That, he was right. I have a squeaky voice. I do it intentionally. I wanted to give you a shout out uh, because it's maybe the first time listening to it live and maybe you kind of amped it up a little bit, but had some reminders, some dabbling of like art, the Art Bell to your, you know, Coast to Coast AM to the intro. Kind of reminded me of Art Bell intro. I, I did grow up. I mean, I didn't listen to a lot of it, but yeah, that was... That was, you know, swirling around the old mind palace. Um, yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, growing up. But you know, I can see, I can see in your video your microphone right up there, up close and personal, right? And that's what they say, like, oh, in podcasts and stuff, you should do that because it makes it feel like you're, you know, you're in tight and you're talking close, you're whispering someone's ear, and that helps <laughs> add to like a parasocial relationship. I heard that a long, long, long time ago when I started recording podcasts and that's why i always keep my mic way over there because i i'm trying to (laughs) do the opposite like my voice is kind of annoying i don't try to sound like i'm you know up close and personal with you it's separate so the person who's calling me out for having an annoying squeaky voice that is a conscious decision that i've made over the years it's abrasive it's obnoxious I don't do like, i'm not like mr hot take trying to be shocking and all that but i do kind of like that because i don't want people appreciating and enjoying what I'm doing because of some kind of fucking weird cheap trick where I'm like playing into their psychology, making them feel like we're buddies. We're not buddies. I don't really know any of these people, you know? (laughs) 
That's that's interesting. I had no idea that that's what was going on there, or that that was like a conscious thing people did. I just I just always felt was like I want you know the sound quality to be decent. Um, I guess, but uh, right, right. wait, what the fuck? Oh no, who died? <sighs> My Zoom account died <laughs> in ten, and will die in ten. In 10 minutes. Beautiful. So, yes, let's address the uh, the change in the podcast. Oh, no, I thought you were going to address then... all the haters and losers. Anyone who's ever had anything negative. <laughs> I mean, I kind of almost wish there were more. I could probably count them on, like, one hand. Uh, and it's usually been uh, complaining about the intro music. To this podcast no that's that's not true either that's been like one person maybe also maybe one person in real life i remember a friend of mine who's like you know <laughs> it's funny to me that he listens to the podcast as much as he does because i don't think he understands a lot of it you know his set you know first language is korean and like he can he's conversational in english but like you know what I'm saying? Like, just not to, to the, that conversational level. Um, but anyway, he said he was listening to the podcast in the car with his mom, and, like, that fucking jolting intro came on. His mother just, like, flipped the fuck out. Like, what the fuck are we listening to here? So, terrified a nice old Korean lady with the uh, with the sounds, the sounds that will <clears throat> have already come up in the episode, uh, dear listener. But yes, to um, quickly take stock, Jason, I guess somewhat long time, not as long as you've been podcasting. How long have you been podcasting, by the way? I was going to ask earlier. Uh, way too long. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like thinking about it and it's like, okay, well, I had, was podcasting before I moved back to LA when I live here now. Um, and since I've lived here, I've been at my current job for 10 years um, and that wasn't like the first job I had when I moved here. So I lived in LA for like at least 11 years and then possibly 12 years. And I was already podcasting for multiple years before that. So 15 years I've been doing a podcast a little bit off and on stuff has changed here and there. Like, you know, there's stuff that I did before and then I stopped doing and then in between switching back and forth and doing different things. But, uh, but yeah, eh, probably like 15 years. So, yes, much shorter than that, but, you know, I don't know. Feels, you know, the compression, expansion of time, whatever. That's true. Jason and I have been doing the podcast since 2020, and uh, Jason is is no longer uh, an official member of the podcast. And uh, so I asked Tim here to uh, take over, and after a lot of... Um, talk between our lawyers and uh you know angry texting back and forth we <laughs> settled on an agreement and here we are uh, anger um, so angry it's a, is, you know a bit harsh for, i would just say contentious there was some you know <laughs> animosity but anger i don't know the, i mean there was that one night when i like really tied one on and just kind of you know, deranged brain came at you hard. Um, of course, this is all. 
all complete silliness. Uh, and the silliness shall continue, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, I will be saying the word um maybe a lot more this episode, getting getting back into the swing of things. Jason and I, I realized have put out very little so far in this year that's like basically almost over. But um, here we are again. We'll call it a, a little bit of a, a soft reboot, a 2.0, if you will, of the pod. And uh, I think it'll be good. Soft, you know what? Soft reboot, but hard rebrand. And number one, coming out of the gate hot, is that this is this podcast is going to be a lot harder and a lot stupider. This podcast used to be a smart-ass book-reading podcast. Not anymore. I am not <laughs> Mr. Literary. I'm not going to be talking to people about books and stuff like that, telling people about cultured music, probably barely even movies. I don't even really watch movies. I'm going to be shooting from the hip. And possibly saying slurs. So stick around to see what happens. <laughs> so we've got all that to look forward to, folks. Um, I did actually. I actually had an idea for for a, for a book club thing, but I'll, I'll bring it up later because it, it comes up in one of these articles. But um, we'll sort that out when it when it happens. Um, but <laughs> smart book reading podcast. That's such a funny way to summarize what Jason and I, and I have been doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> to be fair, the reason why that rolls off my tongue is that years and years ago, I made uh, an image to use to cover up like Red Scare and Cumtown album art on my podcast so that if I open up my phone like at work or on the bus, people don't see those logos. And it's just <laughs> black background white text that says smart ass book reader podcast. So when I'm listening to the <laughs> podcasts that have really bad al like album art or whatever, that's what shows up on my phone. Nice, nice. I like it. And it's especially good as a as a <laughs> as a peel this sticker away label to slap over the Cumtown logo of all yes, things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think Red Red Scare is a little more uh sort of actually maybe has some of those pretensions but uh well their logo also anyway. is worse for opening up on the fucking bus or whatever yeah i was gonna yeah. i was gonna say i get that and then i realized of course the come town one looks like splattered cum so right. and it is called come town so yeah <laughs> okay enough with other podcasts for the moment um but i guess speaking of human communication interesting headline came across the old desk humanity will out communicate all life on earth within 90 years say researchers and basically this is just some kind of like highfalutin calculations being done that is saying that there's just so much communication going on between human beings and it's like you know it's counting like literally every Every email, every text, every word spoken, every like pheromone, like given off kind of thing. And then when you, you know, break it down to like that level, it's like, of course, there's like a shitload of communication. Uh, you know, doesn't have to be just language in the world, but, uh, apparently we have so much of it, so much output, uh, going on with all our interneting and whatnot that just our species alone is going to like 
dominate all of that. Uh, so I found that kind of interesting, although it's like, I don't know how the fuck you calculate something like that either. But there we go. The headline. And um, I just thought that might be somewhere to kick us off here. Um, so lots of communication and then lots of, um, I don't know, new brain addling substances out in the world. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to give you time to kind of go for it, but I I have to chime in here. This is just more rhetoric coming from pro-human intelligence, pro-human uh, rubrics for how you're actually measuring these things coming out of whatever rag this is. Sci. dot org. I, I don't even know. Or is it science. dot. I don't know what this this is. But here's the thing. It's just completely only, it's, it's the same as like an IQ test or, you know, like even like, like, uh, like the old, like, oh, like a swimming test to be a police officer, like stuff like that, where it's like it, how you're measuring this just completely negates everything. Because even over the past couple of years, there's been more and more like research showing like epigenetics and, you know, uh, communication through generations that's done non-verbally. And, and so to say like, Oh, humans, if we just measure just the way that humans communicate, they do it so much more than anyone else, even though you have, like, thousands of years of epigenetic knowledge that's passed down from, like, plant life for much, much longer than humans have even existed. And you're going to say that that communication yeah. doesn't outweigh humans talking on fucking TikTok? I'm sorry, this is just, again, this is poor <laughs> pro-human rhetoric. It's only measuring things based on... How humans see things. Oh, great. Of course, a person's going to tell you a story like this. Humans are so much better at communicating than plants. But I'm sorry. This is a plants. This is a fucking joke to trees. <laughs> I agree. And to be fair, uh, you know, we're not actually grappling with the, the article itself. Um, but. I take your point. The pro-human lobby has gone too far, and all of this, you know, pro-human propaganda, it's really, it's, it's out of control. They, I mean, really, they only take human, for only forms of communication that humans can understand seems to be the only thing that they measure and act like that's all that matters. Well, well, actually, that's not, I mean, that's not true, because they are, they're measuring, like, like cellular level, like, like communication and stuff like they they do claim to be taking all that into account but i think they're not they're not taking the sum total of like life on earth it's like in the present moment they're saying so like in 90 years like at that 90 year mark the like current rate of communication going on then will be more than the rest of i life on earth which i still find like i mean just as a layman you know like it seems i'm more thinking how just the calculations seem impossible to to judge right. considering that you know in any case well okay so yes <laughs> i thought we were no, go ahead <laughs> We are definitely we we are we are a cum based podcast. We are not a smart ass book readers podcast. So <laughs> so okay. So on the basic um, level, like the easiest way to describe this to just like make it true is you go like okay, well 
all that stuff that I said, which is true, that there's like that. And they do mention like cellular communications and bacteria and all this, right? Okay, well, if you're measuring that, yeah. that shit is part of people. People are cells and people are, have bacteria in them so much so that that's part of us. So like what you're basically trying to argue is like humans are distinct and separate from the rest of nature, but they're not because the other stuff that you're measuring is part of humans. Like I said, the easiest way to like just make this true or whatever is to be like, well, humans do all that kind of communication through cells and microbes and all that stuff. Plus, we also have TikTok and birds don't have TikTok and trees don't have TikTok. So we automatically win. But then at that point, there's no point in like writing an article and trying to dress this up in science, because all you're really doing is going like uh, bears don't have Twitter. So we talk more than them. OK, fuck it. Fine. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> That's fair. I, I can't argue with you there. That's sure. Definitely. I would love, I would love to have you in a showdown against uh, this team of researchers. Then <laughs> you only say bears don't have Twitter. We do. That's what you got, folks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you know they're counting everything. You know, sign language, body language, like you know, sure. all all verbal communication, everything. But you know, again, I think that's like such a daunting thing, and. uh but we can we can move on and we'll just continue in our own narrow path of communication as the bacteria and cells of our own bodies become permeated talk with amongst themselves. <laughs> so startling findings. More science. Uh, this is probably the this is the last of the science. Uh, scientists discover that microplastics could be changing your brain. Exciting, exciting times we live in. Um, changing it for the better, I'm assuming, right? It's got to be. Oh, no. Seems like it's about Alzheimer's disease and other neurobehavioral issues. Not to mention all the other organs, these microplastics we've been hearing so much about in the news, uh, do to, um, you know, brains, livers, kidneys, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about these microplastics other than every time I see them in the news, it kind of sends it. Uh, chill down my spine, I guess. But then it's like, what the fuck am I going to do about it? They're microscopic. I can't take that on. And like, <laughs> they've been around for a very long time. This is like my great grandfather or my like grandfather, whatever. They were the ones who like signed off on this. I didn't have any choice. <laughs> and it seems like it's too late for me to do anything about it. Like, Greatest generation, my ass. <laughs> like, number one, every time you hear about microplastics, as you said, it's always something bad. So who was like, let's definitely get a bunch of microplastics? I don't understand that decision making. What this was a bad deal, folks. Let's just let's just call it that. What were we thinking? Yeah, but I'm sure somebody profited in the short term from it. So, you know, how do, how can you blame anybody, that really, when if that's the case? Yeah. I'm sure that somewhere <laughs> a very deeply racist Nazi man made a lot of money because of microplastics. <laughs> and who am I to argue that he's wrong? You're somebody with microplastics in your brain like the rest of us. Um, so I bring that up to 
segue us into um, some insanity, <laughs> some 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 local insanity news. I don't know why I said local. In fact, right up at the top of this article, it says the word national. Uh, at npr.org here, we've got a woman gets 21 years for trying to kill her doppelganger with poisoned cheesecake. Um, I mean, that's like, you know, chef's kiss uh, clickbait right there title. Um, so I had to check it out. <sighs> Uh, this was the article that reminded me of Red Scare because the the woman in question is uh, Nasro- Nasrova, yes. which just of course made me think of uh, Princess Dasha. Sure. Um, did you see her movie? By the way, I was, I was thinking either of them. That. No, did she have two movies? I think. I mean, the one she like directed, I, the one about Epstein. Oh yes, I guess she only directed one. For some reason, I thought she dir- had a second movie. No, I've like thought She's about it. She's acted in other yeah, stuff, yeah. but I thought about it. I was interested in maybe watching it, but I don't watch any movies. So am I really going to go out of my way? Oh right, as you said, <laughs> to watch the Dasha. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't watch a ton of movies. I mean, I, I'm gonna. I mean, now I'm gonna have. An- I guess if you're not a big. Go ahead. If you're not a big movie guy, maybe then I wouldn't recommend as much. Sure. Did you, oh, you watched? <laughs> Sorry, it, right? we'll get the. Ha- I did watch it. Yeah, yeah. and Sorry. it was fine. I will never. I'll probably never. There's, I don't can't imagine ever wanting to watch it again. And when I like stuff or even kind of like stuff, I'll you know I'm I've been known on the podcast to rewatch a movie or two. Are you the rewatchman? Um, no, it was, but it was it was <laughs> watching the Watchmen. <laughs> You're rewatching the watching, um, you know. So Dasha Nasrovia, actually no, Victoria Nasrova, forty-seven years old. Yeah, from the sound of I it, think it, she basically she was more of a Anna. It sounds like both of the women involved here look more like they're Anna. They're not Dasha's, anyways. So I think just the last name is what I know, reminded I know. me I know. of uh, Red Scare. And one of them is a Ukrainian <laughs> passport, which I think. Because of their, both of them, because of their uh, hard, let's say hard political turn recently, I think they're both anti-Ukraine when it comes to the call. I don't even know anymore. That shit keeps switching back and forth, but uh, keep going. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't kept up with that particular podcast in a I'm long not even, time. Oh, sorry, I'm not Less. even talking about the podcast. I'm just talking about like the politics of the war. It feels like... It keeps oh, switching yeah. where it's like the based side like Russia, but then they change their mind and they don't like Russia. I can't remember who's based and who's cucked between Russia and Ukraine anymore at this point. I mean, I'll try not to go off on too much of a tangent about this. Um, I think I made like some conscious effort a while back because I don't know. I think I think some some of the many many listeners we have uh, didn't like the way I was uh, analyzing the geopolitical situation there. But anyway, I think where it's at right now is that a lot of the Ukraine flag emoji people are like kind of quietly backing out the door, or you know Homer Simpsoning back into the bushes because. It's just they're finally accepting that, you know, this is a fucked up thing to keep pushing. And, um, but no, I don't know. I think the people that have the right take on it, I mean, personally, are like, are neither pro 
or anti either nation. It's being really anti NATO sure. <laughs> and the way they're, you know, getting off on and, you know, profiting off of this whole conflict and, you know, largely provoked a lot of it into existence. Um, at least that's my little opinion. Yeah, I just, I can't, like I said, for me, I'm more talking about like the online, like Kekistan, you know, whatever. I don't even know. There's like the new right. And then there's like the, you know, what is that? Like the dark. I can't even remember what the fucking name of it is, but well, there's the there's the there's like the naif the nafo people that are fucking annoying as fuck, sure. who are just like you know super anti Russia, super pro Ukraine, no matter what, no matter how many you know Nazis they end up supporting because of it. Um, well, that's, those people suck. They're still around. That's the part that makes it confusing because the based people like they like. Uh, Russia, or they did like Russia because, like, you know, Putin, you know, Putler, they like Putler because he's a strong man. But then, like, <laughs> as the war continued to go on and more and more people learned how many uh, Ukrainians are Nazis, the base people are kind of like, well, maybe they're on our side. Maybe we like them because they're Nazis. So if it, that's why I say it's confusing because they keep switching back and forth. I guess what it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I guess what it turns out is that, um, like the right wing neo reactionary types, they just like everybody over there because um, they're ethno states full of like deeply racist people. So actually, you should be anti war as a fascist. Your stance should be anti war in between Ukraine and Russia because uh, they're all white people killing each other, and they don't, and they all don't like brown people. So like, you know, this is my back, my backwards way of getting right wingers or fucking based retards. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that word um, on Twitter (laughs) to support like, uh, you know, anti be anti-war is that like uh, we can't be killing our Nazis, guys. The reason why there shouldn't be conflict is no matter what conflict is going on anywhere, somewhere or Nazis getting killed. So you should be anti-war. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's going to confound a lot of people. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like that's that's why that's why when like these like arguments were happening. I mean, they still are, but like when when if you have any sort of critique of NATO or like the Ukrainian government and like it, you it disingenuous disingenuously get called you know a uh, a Putin puppet, etc. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just fucking obnoxious to me because I. Russia is a fucking capitalist nightmare, just like any other major country at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I've got I've got sort of pro Chinese sympathies going in in ways, sure. not a hundred thousand percent, but anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry, we, off we strayed on. so far from the cheesecake poisoning, but and, um, and that's the worst part about it. You know what it is, and I this is it really shows my my racism. So maybe you know, maybe all those groipers online can can stand me because I'm a racist too. Um, is that just because these people are <laughs> Russian and Ukrainian, I have to talk about them as if they're involved in the conflict between Russia and Ukraine? When really, this is just a commonplace murderous con woman. She's nothing. It has nothing to do with her nationality. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the other thing I was going to mention though on the on that that race angle that like if you want to if you want to like a uh, you know sort of make people accidentally anti-war is they could just pull out the old uh 
anti-Slav card, which is what's going on there anyway, you know, in, in a lot of senses. Like, the the Nazis in Ukraine don't consider the Russians they're killing to be fellow whites. <laughs> you know, they're, they're subhuman Slavs. Um, so, <laughs> there's that. Uh, so, I think I think the main the main reason I mean aside from the the headline of this being uh, so strange and just the idea of the the doppelganger and like um it just reminded me of this like this interesting and like theoretically terrifying um mental condition called uh I think it's pronounced cop copgrass syndrome where people don't recognize like anyone that they they actually know as being the real version of those people if that makes any sense it's like yeah it's like it's basically like you're a doppelganger like you're not my mom you're just someone who looks and sounds and acts exactly like my mom um and so on like friends family like people in your sort of inner closer inner circles and i wondered if this woman had some like bizarre self-targeted version of that going on in her mind or maybe she's just a con woman it sounds like if you get further into the article yeah i think Um, the doppelganger part is being like editorialized and it did make it like like you said i think it led your brain to that spot and i think that was intentional or at least it was just yeah. meant to like grab people's attention, and that's the part again that's fucked up. Just like me going off on a diatribe about Russia and Ukraine as we started out, the people who wrote this article <laughs> took a, a good story about a conniving, disgusting, human murdering, slaughtering piece of shit, and turned her into just like your run of the mill petty woman. Because when you read the the headline, you go like. Oh, she's killing her friend because she's like, well, when we go to the parties, you wear a dress like mine and you kind of look like me and people are like, she's prettier than you. And that's not what this was about at all. It wasn't related to like the doppelganger part. It's tangentially related in a weird way, which is that like she's murder because this is not the first time. That's the other part of it. Like they tell you in the story, she's wanted for doing the same thing in the past. She's not killing these bitches because they look like her because like, you know, vanity, she's killing them because they look like her because then she can steal their money (laughs) because she's taking their, their identification cards and going and emptying out their bank accounts. Yeah. What seemed like a bizarre story from the headline just turns out to be a really bizarre, like, uh, piece of quote unquote journalism because when you get down to the very end of the um, for the reasons you just said and also it talks about how this 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 murder murderess <laughs> she she worked as like a dominatrix and would just like drug clients and steal all their shit as well like in addition to all this other stuff so she's just like. Like, like, yeah, kind of this petty con artist who, I guess, like, got in, you know, over her head and ended up actually killing someone. I don't think she got over her head because she's wanted for another murder. I think she meant to kill this person. Yeah, I guess so. But she's also doing, like, these petty, like, druggings that are, like, meant to just, uh, 
yeah, maybe she was like taking out the competition, I guess. And the, the final line of the, uh, oh, she said, also said that the Russian police were framing her for that earlier murder. Of course. And her, the final quote and final line of the article is, I am not a killer, she said. I'm woman, only woman. <laughs> I found this. I mean, grammar curious because she uses the indefinite article i'm not a killer but then in the next breath says i'm woman only woman yeah um just tickled me a little bit she turned a little arnold there you went a little arnold on (laughs) like you said this is a well i i did (laughs) this is a subhuman slob this is not a a pro you know a proud aryan uh uh god not germanic uh what is he's a Austrian, Austrian man, a like, beautiful um, Austrian bodybuilder who escaped the perils of socialism, as he said yeah. in the uh, was it two thousand four Republican wow. convention. I will go. To- that's that's go ahead. That speech he gave, though, I just I I think about it every night, na- like probably I don't know, yeah, once a year now, <laughs> where he said. The Democrats are telling true lies. <laughs> I will go to my grave. It's just like throwing in all these puns. And it would have changed the course of everything in the entire world. But I'll go to my grave believing that, like, if they could have, they would have figured out a way to make an amendment to the Constitution so that Arnold Schwarzenegger could be president and he would have won. And, yeah. again, who knows how different everything would be. Because we might. Well, I was going to say, how does that play out then? We almost like. Do we not get Trump? Do we not get Obama? We might not like, get Obama. That was exactly what I was going to say. We might get ten years of Arnie Republicans, basically, like Reagan Republicanism. We get Arnie Republicanism for like a decade. Arnie. <laughs> it would be. Uh, I'd like to say it would be a very different world, but but there'd still be microplastics maybe like on in the, your blood. Yeah. Yeah. We'd still have that. This cheesecake uh, seductress would have probably kept doing what she was doing. But yeah. Who knows? That closing wow. line really does hit, though, right? Like, it's like, because, like, existentially, she's murdered multiple people. F- for sure. We know that she has. But it's like, I'm not a killer. That's not, that does not define me. I'm a woman. I'm only a woman. And as you talked about earlier and mentioned it, the real villain in all of this is capitalism. And she is just a woman who's trying to get by under capitalism. And aren't we all really at our core just people trying to get by? <laughs> that you were going to say dominatrices <laughs> trying to drug our clients <laughs> to death, <laughs> scrape by. Yeah. And I was going to agree wholeheartedly, but yeah. All right, so sticking with the microplastics in our brain driving us crazy theme, Arkansas woman pleads not guilty to sell. Also sticking with a, <laughs> a theme that will make more sense with the following articles, the theme of a uh, bitches be crazy. Um, Arkansas you woman never pleads lied about not that. guilty <laughs> to selling over 20 boxes of stolen human body parts. Again, this is another master class in uh, clickbait, also from NPR. This is a better headline. When you talk about the clickbait headline, because this headline is actually makes this sound crazier than it is. The other one 
was kind of the opposite, where I said, like, it turned something crazy and mm. made it seem more mundane. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I don't know how much we need to get in the details of this, but, like, she, I mean... I guess we should say, how did she acquire these human body parts? Fair, I mean, that's what fair, yeah. that's what you want that's to know start, when you yeah. click on the the article. But yeah, it's just med- from medical school cadavers right. that she stole and then sold on Facebook for eleven thousand um, dollars. Just everyday, run of the mill medical school, highly fingerable cadavers. <laughs> uh the things that must go on in those. Med school back rooms at night. Yeah, I mean know. there there have been like well, horrible yes stories like that. Even just Jimmy Savile, <laughs> but um, just like you know when you're in there and you're just trying to fight the patriarchy by figuring out where the G spot is, uh, you know sometimes you have to. <laughs> I fucking do you know that lady? I don't even know her name, but like that tweet, someone posted it. And, like, I was just like, oh, my God, I love this bitch. And then I looked her up and, like, she was at Burning Man this year with the floods and all that stuff. And, yeah, it was. Uh... Is that why? I mean, just tangent on a tangent. Yes, yes. Is that why I keep I feel like I've been seeing more in the headlines about Burning Man this year than oh. ever before? Like in like what? It was there was flooding. I just I don't even. Know. Yeah, yeah. There was a crazy ass flood, and like the whole uh, the playa that they call it, which is very funny because playa means like you know the the area like at the beach and stuff, and like they call it that because it's just like in the middle of the desert. But it used to be a lake a long time ago. I think actually the first Burning Man was also like on the beach right. in the Bay Area or right, something. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was just, like, crazy flooding and because it rained a bunch. And the whole thing was, like, kicked off by, like, that there was climate activists that were trying to block the one road into the area. And they got, like, ran over by police, like, murder murder dozers, kill dozers, um, and taken out. And then it was like, oh, these climate activists, what do they know? It's time for billionaires to go to playground. And then... Uh, and then it just Jesus. flooded over the entire fucking thing like crazy. And it was like the perfect just like instant karma kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah. On t- it's also like a perfect microcosm of just like fucking apocalyptic, like <laughs> just yeah. everything. All of it is just uh, end of days shit happening all at the same time. Because, yeah, like excess billionaires, police brutality, climate disaster, uh I wonder if it was Extinction Rebellion. They they just disrupted some big tennis match. Yeah, yeah, I and, heard about uh, that. The, the the guy like glued his like uh, feet or shoes, I guess, right. to the to the court well, there. But um, to the reference to the a, a book that I think gets referenced at some points in the music and things. If he was gonna like disrupt the tennis match, he should have that way. He should have held a gun to his head, right? Like you know, just go for it. Go for the 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 reference that everyone would get. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, all that happened, and then there was the flooding, and then there was, like, some thousand-years-old crustacean eggs rehatched or something. I don't even know if this oh, is yeah, real. Oh, yeah, I did hear I did hear about that. I don't even know if that is real, because then, uh, fucking, you know, our colleague in the podcast sphere, Brace Belden, um, he was trolling Gosh. everyone <laughs> online 
by acting as if there was like a viral breakout happening inside of Burning Man, and that's why they were actually being locked in by FEMA and people were getting Ebola. And he was tweeting this and photoshopping messages and making it seem like he was getting word from Burning Man. Now, mind you, no one at Burning Man has any cell service to be sending messages, but he's acting as if he's getting messages from there about all this stuff. And then that was part of like the whole freak out on the internet and all this. But the real thing is that they just got flooded. There was no Ebola. I don't know if the crustacean thing was real. That feels like it could have been like some protozoa eggs rehatched from deep in the mud, but who knows? But yeah, that's why there was. Yeah. I saw something really, I saw something really briefly about, yeah, I don't even remember if it was crustaceans or what, but some, some species of some small animal, appearing and it being a big deal but I, I i kind of avoided all the burning man uh you know i had i had body parts selling uh headlines to click on instead Let's, you know what um, give me the some give me the some of the down of this body parts thing well um i was just gonna admit, okay i'll just i'll get some of the the um the the best of uh hits from it um so she was charged with mail fraud, wire fraud, interstate transportation of stolen property. Um, I guess nothing about like desecrating uh, corpses or whatever. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, I mean, that's a thing, right? You can't like just go grave digging, but maybe it's different because they were medical cadavers. Uh, maybe it's legally distinct that way. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, see, this. I mean, this is yeah, the fun premise, uh, accidental premise of this podcast is that uh, I don't tend to read a lot of these articles in advance, and we just dive in a bit blind. Um, but so, I think I think you're right, though. There, that like, if you can't desecrate a corpse, you know, for fun, but if it's science. And they've already been signed off to science. I mean, anything falls under science, really. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Here's what. Here's what she messaged um, to the quote owner of a Facebook group. I didn't know you could own a Facebook group. You moderate one, anyway. Uh, <laughs> explaining how she acquired the corpses. The uh, Facebook group is called Oddities, um, contains 380 members and bills itself as a, quote, safe way to shop. Quote, this is the woman, uh, the body part smuggler speaking, typing, I follow your page and work and love it, all caps. Uh, Scott wrote to the owner, according to the indictment, just out of curiosity, would you know anyone in the market for a fully intact embalmed brain? Scott sent pictures of two brains and a heart. The man offered $1,200 via PayPal, gave Scott pointers on how to ship the three organs to him in Enola, Pennsylvania, uh, via the U.S. Postal Service. Over the course of the next nine months, Scott proceeded to ship the man an ear, an arm, lungs. It's all, this is all to the same fucking guy. I'm kind of, I mean, I'm surprised and then also not, uh, I guess. I assume this was to like lots of different people, but an ear and arm, lungs, livers, kidneys, hands, breasts, penises, fetuses, skin, skulls, one whole human head. That in exchange he paid her ten thousand nine hundred seventy-five dollars and sixteen separate PayPal transfers. In the string of 
body parts that you were listing there, it took me a second to register fetuses was not like yeah, a funny yeah. way of saying feet. <laughs> I was like, fetus, fetus, you know, penises, fetuses. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, that's, but then it, it took me a few, and then I was like, oh, yes. That's what fetuses are. Well, that's it's taking a decidedly um, pro-choice view on 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 the state of of uh, the ethical matter of is a fetus, yeah. you know, part of, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, um, they shouldn't have even considered that human material. They should have just called that like a clump of cells. I don't know that sh- that should be left <laughs> out of this conversation, as far as I'm concerned, because I'm pro-choice. I mean, it does even as you could be like even in the most you know, pro, let's not even say pro-choice, pro-abortion sense, it still feels like sort of technically off to refer to a fetus as a body part to me. Just more, just more linguistically wrong. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I I mean, it it goes on. It's just more, more gross stuff like that, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, you know, there's no no big takeaway for me on this. I've got no hot takes My, on this. I mean, the biggest take—it's a curious story. Biggest takeaway here, right? You talked about all those pieces; they're all getting sent, all this and that. The real thing is, like, okay, all those people who were, you know, had negative things to say about the UPS, and they're getting paid too much, and their contract is over is crazy, and what are they thinking, trying to interrupt our packages and go on strike? They're dealing with this shit, guys. These guys deserve to get paid. Agreed. It's a good. That is a good angle That's on this one. That's the major takeaway here. Pro, always pro labor, no matter what the story is. Take the pro labor side, which is like those guys. They're just trying to get home to their, you know, their loved ones. They don't need to be dealing with shipping body parts, delivering body parts to weirdo creeps who want fetuses in their mouth. No, thank you. Yeah, the article never gets into what this person was using these body parts for. I have a few ideas. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's very, very, you know, Dahmer reminiscent or something. But uh, who knows? I was thinking. I, I had the. I had. Have you ever heard of uh, Osuna? I don't remember his first name. He's called the uh, the. I think the man with a thousand faces. He was a serial killer. Um, I, that's more no. of the vibe I'm getting from this. What? Who? Like, what era? Like, is relatively that, recently, Jamie Osuna, uh, and yeah, they call him the the man with a thousand faces. If you saw him, you might recognize him. He had some really crazy de- demonic uh, facial tattoos and all this and that. But uh, he killed a lot of people uh. in really ritualistic, weird ways, and was like really into just playing with body parts. And uh, eventually, like. Even after being on, like, high alert, you know, solitary confinement for decades or whatever, like, you know, there's a ton of, like, conspiracy theory, whatever, like, they stuck a cellmate in with him and he, like, in the cell ripped this person into pieces and was wearing parts of their body as a necklace and shit. Like, that's the kind of... Good God. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting. If you're getting that many body parts fucking shipped to you, you're doing something with it that's probably, yeah, that kind of, that kind of vibe. Yeah, that it's actually making Dahmer seem quite tame by comparison right. to what you just described. Right, right. Yeah, because Dahmer, um, Dahmer feel, felt a lot more like, I don't know how to put it, like uh, Larry David-esque. 
He seemed like he was just like <laughs> he was just kind of trying to live his life, but he's like as a fucked up creep, and then would get himself into trouble and do some things that he shouldn't have done, you know. Oh, insert curb music right here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I've already got that drop isolated. I've you know I've used it many times, good. so it's it's good to happen. Um, <laughs> holy shit, Larry David of serial killers. That's good. Yeah, he he he. he I mean, okay, I'm not going to go off at a Dauber thing. Well, uh, I, I want because I want to get in. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't. I. You're not going to bed. I'm the one who needs to go to bed. You've got to get to your day. Your busy day filled with not talking about serial killers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard not talking about serial killers for the rest of the day. Um, What's funny is I'm not a serial killer guy. Like, you know, the people who are like really into serial killers and stuff. I had an ex who was one of those. She was a, she went to school for psychology, all that kind of stuff. I'm not that, but yeah. I just have like Osuna in my back pocket because I happen to like have gotten into him. I was trying really hard to find like these interviews because it's like hard to find tapes of them. And blah, blah, blah. And then there was a podcast series about him that I listened to. He's like the one serial killer I know anything about. And it, and this is not a like, I'm just like shoehorning in the one serial killer I know about into a conversation guy. I don't do that. It just kind of <laughs> fit in this one. You know what I mean? Like it did make sense. Well, yeah, for sure. The body parts yeah, the guy uh, who's and whatnot. Like playing with viscera. Like it fits, you know. But yeah, so just FYI, not a serial killer guy. Don't talk about serial killers a bunch. Just got this one serial killer that I know a ton about. <laughs> okay uh it's a boutique niche thing like i i was a quote-unquote serial killer guy but when i was like 13 i was really into reading like books uh this is like before the internet okay. <laughs> sort of yeah i and i remember yeah like a lot of red flags or whatever going off with my with my folks when i was a kid because of that i was like I actually know probably way too much about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer in particular because I grew up in, you know, very close to where he was doing all that shit. And I remember it, you know, hitting the news really hard when I was impressionable and like, I don't know, it must have been like nine years old or something. But um, I have digressed. Well, uh, digress on, but I do want to give a shout out to one thing that you said there. You probably didn't even notice it. It was just subconscious, but you said that I was when I was like eight into reading books. And the best part of that was the past tense was on this podcast. We are not into reading books. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. If you cut it off there, it fits in with the, the new, the new 2.0 mission statements, uh, borges, less books, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Let's move on to the fellas. You know, we're equal opportunity here. This is the like the gender the gender stories portion of, of the, the episode as far as I'm concerned. We got these two hysterical <laughs> nutty broads. But now the fellas. And uh so the governor of Nebraska <laughs> and I Again, let's let's uh let's enjoy the surprise of finding out the details of this, but here goes the headline. Nebraska governor signs executive order defining men as quote bigger, stronger, and faster. Especially in his bedroom. Uh <laughs> Yeah, look at this guy. Yeah. This guy is really into uh really into um 
crushing wokeness wherever he goes, right? Yeah, is that um, is that a Bible? I'm guessing it's a Bible. It might be a notebook, but it's giving Bible. It looks almost like one of those like uh like a journal. Little fucking po- poetry. Oh yeah. books, but um maybe it's a special uh their two genders Bible or whatever. Um I mean, there's not a whole much a whole lot to this either. It's obviously just like an anti-trans thing. Um, it's like l- legally enshrining in the state of Nebraska that uh, you know males and females are defined in this in certain way. And um, yeah, one of the one of the ways is <laughs> distinct ways is bigger, stronger, faster. Which like I think even like the kind of like Matt Walsh types of the world would probably not even go that far at least publicly their whole thing is usually just like there's biology and genitals and blah 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 and you know um that's why your trans business is uh degenerate makes no sense but um i love this stuff i absolutely adore this this stuff i hope that they continue to legislate this as much as possible um the standout. Things- I mean, it's meaningless and hilarious, as far as I can tell. I mean, I don't. I mean, maybe there's something I'm not. Maybe there's something obvious I'm not seeing that this could actually affect well, trans people's lives, but I don't think so. Uh, it, I mean, it can in the same way that like trans people's lives are already miserable, so whatever, right? Um, that's always the funniest part about it. Yeah, I mean, the- people being bigoted, but like in like in a legal sense, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, the article has a funny bit where like. You know, in pursuit of Rawling-esque calls for sexual segregation, it's like, fuck off. Like, number one, J.K. Rowling has absolutely no effect on any political, like, anything. Just don't even take the time to fucking reference her. Like, Jesus Christ, like, leave her out of this. This is, like, something semi-serious. And you have to, to, like, grind this weird random axe. Um, And then the also funny thing is, like, that this legislation specifically could like force Nebraska to lose federal funding for women's shelters, which is fantastic because ostensibly they try to pretend like this is about protecting women, but it hurts women. But my overall bigger point and the reason why I love this shit is, uh, and I'll jump back to something you said there for a moment where you're like, even, you know, transphobes and this and that, they don't, you know, Matt Walsh wouldn't say men are bigger, stronger, faster is their definition. The, the smart, because I spend way too much time, paying attention to gender critical art, like arguments. I actually know. And the best, like again, smart ass book reader argument for turfism or how they say it is like how to break this down is gametes, which I don't know if you're familiar with that, like since biology class a long time ago, but sure. Sure. Yeah. The, the, the most I mean, direct refresh, <laughs> the most direct and easiest, like this is scientific. And I'm actually like, I'm not a bigot. I'm just like into science is to argue that like, Males produce small gametes, women produce large gametes. It's sperm versus egg, right? Okay, that's like the the real, like, this is how you break it down if you actually want to be. But these motherfuckers are so goddamn stupid, and that's why I love that these people have the power. And you said, there's no teeth to this. I want this kind of legislation to have teeth, because what kicks ass here is that this kind of legislation, what it says is, boys rule, chicks drool. And anyone who's cool and good will be a man, even if they produce large gametes, even if they are biologically AFAB, whatever. If a woman is cool enough, she's a dude. She's on our side. 
<laughs> Dudes rock. I like that. I like that because write this kind of legislation. There's that that runner who's intersexed who has such high T that she's not allowed to run against women anymore. And she's like setting records and breaking like shit for women. And they're like, actually, yeah. you are not a woman anymore because you rock too hard. You're too good at running <laughs> that you're now a dude. You are now a dude. And I like that. I love it because these motherfuckers are so goddamn stupid that they cannot, like I said, just break down the basic gametes argument. That's like the, the real way to do it as a smart person who has a brain. And then you just say gametes. You produce large gametes. You're a woman. Small gametes. You're a man. Great. No one can argue with it. It's It sucks because, you know, gender is a construct forced onto you by society. It's untrue. But it's a lot more scientifically unassail- unassailable. But I love this because the dumbass motherfuckers who actually are in power are going to legislate it to the point where, like, dudes who are just lame as fuck, like, incel dudes, can't get pussy, blah, blah, blah. You're now a chick. You are a chick. You are a woman now. Sorry, you suck so much at being a dude. You're actually a, a woman now. Deal with it. Women, you over here, you're a woman, but you kick ass. Come in with us. You're on our team. And I'm on the winning team. I'm into this because I'm on the winning team. This is good shit. Yeah, I mean... Oof. I'm just I, now I, because I brought up Matt Walsh. I'm thinking of his his smug faces in my mind, and I wish I wish he could wish he could hear what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll I'll send him a clip. <laughs> He'll enjoy it. What is a woman, Matt Walsh? Uh, a woman is anyone who sucks. <laughs> That's it. That's the answer. God, those the clips from that fucking movie that I've seen are so fucking painful to watch, and like and like every level, like for everyone involved, basically. Because it's obvious, yeah. Anyway, I don't. We don't need to get into that too much. But um, I was gonna say, uh, the Rowling esque or whatever Rowling esque uh thing is very bad writing. Yes. And then I look, I I looked up at the <laughs> at the website and I'm like, am I who am I to impugn Boing Boing dot net? <laughs> boing Boing is an institution, though. I mean, Boing Boing has been along as been around as long, and then now longer than 4chan. So. See, I was going to – as soon as I thought that, I was like, this is probably actually like some established site that I'm just not that familiar with and the name is fucking ridiculous. But I guess the names of all these sites are fucking yeah. ridiculous. Boing Boing has been around forever, but it's it was never like a, a serious – maybe it is now. Maybe they're like trying to do serious stuff, but it was like kind of a – I don't know. It was like dig. You know, it was like at that kind of – that was that kind of website. Like a, a pro – I mean, if I sc- scroll down, it's like all just like – well, no, there's a bunch of tech stuff too, but there's a lot of like uh po- like politics from like the uh, Democratic Party point of view type thing. But um, all right, why don't you take us through oh, yes. this next one? Because we're talking about you know talking dudes toxically rocking or whatever. No, 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 no. That last one was about fellas being so stupid that they're like. They're actually winning, um, making themselves into women, yeah. <laughs> making women into in an men, anti and men into women, depending on how much they're they so anti trans that they've somehow like distorted everyone's gender, yeah, exactly, <laughs> made it more fluid. Well, this is, I mean, this is the problem with this whole conversation because, on its face, I don't even know if the podcast is going at this point, but on its face, 
the people who are like anti-trans and trying to not like as soon as you engage with the conversation you blur the lines and that's why like the the real anti-trans stance is to just act like it doesn't exist yeah. all right so uh, no, nothing happened, and we're just normal, and just <laughs> seamless, and then we're continuing to talk. Um, you can edit that part out, obviously. Um, so yeah, we're talking about dudes and how keep they it in, double it, and <laughs> take your what is it? Um, oh yeah, take your price, cut it in half, and then double it. Um, yeah, exactly. I I, I, I have I to say, it. so nobody calls me out that I'm just referencing something that another podcast says a lot, and it's just funny, and it popped into my head. It's from the oh. uh, the blank check movie podcast. That was one of their running jokes about taking things out. But um, anyway, <laughs> they might be. I think maybe not though, because the guy that does it is like young to the point where he probably never watched that show. But I don't know. I think it. I think it. Oh, then 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 there's a good chance he's referencing that because like he's you know. In any case, what's up with this? <laughs> Yeah, Griffith 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 Newman. He's a he's a good podcast guy. No 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 shade being thrown whatsoever. Um, but we are gonna throw some shade on uh, toxic men finally getting their comeuppance. This is an article I sent you, and so you said like, "Hey, take over." So again, uh, I'm learning my lesson, which is don't send articles <laughs> for the outline because then I have to pretend like I know how to read. Uh, from Donald Trump to CM Punk is 2023 the year of toxic men finally getting their comeuppance <laughs> now you might ask yourself who could possibly craft a headline this stupid um, well of course it's coming straight out of the UK this is the independent.co.uk um, obviously everyone knows that England's like 70% of their economy is dumbass articles written to make people upset um, and this is another long line, another article in the long line of articles coming out of the disgusting turf island that fucking suck and everyone hates. Um, this motherfucker goes through this bullshit. It's like he's trying to like sew these two incongruous concepts together in a way that makes absolutely no sense. Just basically saying Trump is kind of maybe going to get in trouble. And that's also like CM Punk getting fired from. AEW for beating two different people up, not, not even two, for beating multiple people up in two separate instances, um, because he's a fucking psychotic weirdo. Uh, again, like I said, this guy is a fucking moron, and the biggest telltale sign to me as a smart wrestling fan, um, which is whatever, someone who's talked about wrestling for way too fucking long on the internet, uh, is that. You're a grown-ass fucking adult. If you're actually a fan of wrestling and you do a article where you reference wrestling in a way, there's absolutely no reason in 2023 that you need to work in a part in here where you go like, while wrestling is fake, as we all know, actually, <laughs> some of these problems are real as hell. I'm Herb Halpert with the news. It's like, motherfucker, stop. <laughs> this. That is shit is like from the fucking 80s or something to feel the need to anytime you talk about wrestling you have to reference that it's fake G grow the fuck even, up even 
even I realized that was played out by like 97 or whatever. And I'm not, I've never really been yeah. a wrestling guy. Yeah. It's just like, brother. I'm more of a common books guy. Yes. That's just me. <laughs> this is, it's just, it's so fucking weak. And it's just like, okay, you're saying that you consider yourself a wrestling fan, but you also have to be like, and, and actually I know it's fake. That is like on the level of just being like, pulling down your pants and just being like, look at my little tiny baby dick. I have a little baby dick <laughs> and I'm a stupid baby for having such a baby dick. <laughs> look at the baby dick and laugh at the, how much of a baby dick I have. Cause in one sense, he's like, I'm a wrestling fan, but also it's, it's fake. And I'm, you know, don't, don't call me any names because of me liking the fake bad thing. Uh, yeah. So anyways, that, that part was just like, this guy's a fucking dolt, but you look at his picture and he looks like an absolute adult. This is Ryan Coogan, which is just, I mean, of course, like, why not have a, just a Ryan, the, like, that's the most, like, quintessential American name. And then Coogan is just, like, gr- groping towards being, like, a British name. Anyways, um, this article It actually just made me think of the, uh, the, the, the director, the, you know, probably diametrically opposed in every way to this guy, film director Ryan Coogler. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Much better. But anyway. Probably could have written similar. this article and have it be better. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. This article is shit. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm skimming it. And, like, it seems like, just to give, like, the overview, and, you, you know, you tell me the nitty gritty, but, like, he's lumping in together, what, Boris Johnson, the Proud Boys, Donald Trump, CM Punk, and yeah. Trump yeah. to say, is this the year male <laughs> toxicity finally gets uh stomped into the ground like what what are you talking about man well i mean there's this lot line here where he's he's describing trump uh you know getting indicted and whatnot and he says we even got a mugshot out of the deal god bless america awful uh, <laughs> god damn man you are so cucked you are so absolutely cucked, man. You're British. You are from England. You shouldn't be saying "God bless America." Fuck America. I mean, he's obviously trying to be. He's I know, trying I know. to be you know, snarky, but or whatever. But it, like, it's at the level of like it's looping back on itself as being fucking cringe again or whatever. Right. Well, and you're you are still somewhat reveling in the idea that like, oh, you know, this the, at least the mugshot is funny, which like. Yeah, it's Trump, so of course it's funny because he's the only comedian who's funny in the year, you know, in the year 2020, in the decade of the, the 2020s. The only comedian. The only comedian who's ever been funny in all of 2020s is Donald Trump. <laughs> so yeah, of course his mugshot is funny, you know, like, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you are welcome, Mr. UK. Like, that, you got to take the stand. As an American, I disrespect all British things. British people, British places, right? All that stuff sucks ass. I hate British people. They are bad, and they and I was gonna say they smell, but they don't. That's not like a British thing. They don't smell, but they are stupid, and I don't like looking at them. Um, and this guy is like, oh, too many chimney sweeps for my taste. No, thank you. Actually, that that chimney sweep, man, he could really go. Um, but here's the thing, like, like, okay, sure. Harkening back to the last article, that's fine. Toxic men. They're fucked up, but just like white supremacy, when when things aren't looking so good for us whites, what we do is we adopt other people into the fold. Like when things weren't going great for British whites, Americans were like, "Hey, 
Irish people, want to be cops? You want to do the underclass work for us white people? We'll say you're white. We'll let you be white. And they were like, fuck yeah, we'll do it. Same thing we're doing with Latinos. We're like, hey, Latino people, there's a lot of you. We need votes. Vote for Trump. You can be white. You will be allowed to be white. Just like the last article, if Jim Pillman has anything to say about it, if Jim Pillman has anything to say about it, all of these toxic white men like Trump, Boris Johnson, the Proud Boys, and CM Punk, they can get busted. Oh, no. Uh, White people, white dudes, men were down bad. Guess what? Kick-ass women, come on and join us. You are now part of men. You are a man, and men are doing all right. You cannot stop us. You cannot stop the dominant. The dominant class always continues to roll on because we just grab the people who are from the underclass that are good, and we bring them up with us and like, hey, now you're allowed to be a dude. So, yeah, fuck this guy. He doesn't even know how things work. He thinks that men are going to get any kind of comeuppance. No way. We're already three or four steps ahead of him by bringing in the good women to become men now. We already talked that we already talked about this. If this guy had been listening to the right. podcast, he wouldn't have even written this article. <laughs> truly truly a mic drop moment there. I like that. If if this motherfucker who wrote this article is listening to my podcast right now, this article wouldn't exist. It's some real like McFly yes. back to the future gotta disappearing from the photo shit. <laughs> you got to be you got to be ahead 3 or 4 steps ahead. That's why I'm on Chinese TikTok. I know about <laughs> shoes you have not even seen yet. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about um, just looking at this, like, the Boris Johnson of it all, to, like, I don't know. I mean, this is, like, maybe just a really obvious point, but just just seeing that, that guy, like, he's just such a, like, a fucking dime store <laughs> Trump, you know? And right. I mean, no, I'm not the first person to say that, but it's, like, kind of absurd that, like, that... I mean, it makes complete sense. It's like anything else, like in like, sort of like uh, in the world of commerce or whatever. It's just like uh, copies of copies of copies will be born immediately once something is popular. But it's just kind of funny. I mean, I mean, yeah. There's what? There's the Brazilian Trump, you know. There's the the UK Trump. There's okay. To be fair, just. You but they all just do Brazilian it. Brazilian so- Trump, that's the best one. Brazilian Trump is actually better than the other Trump knockoffs and the real Trump. Brazilian Trump he is, is actually more the best base one. than Trump. Yeah. He's more base <laughs> than Trump. He's- he, he wields power better than Trump. Like, okay. I don't if, know if he's funnier, though. Uh, I mean, the guy he has to get poop sucked out of his nose. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> the thing about Brazilian Trump, too, compared to regular Trump, is Brazilian Trump. If he, if American Trump was as based as Brazilian Trump, Bernie Sanders would have gone to jail. Right. You know? So, like, that's... I mean, he's better in every way. Like, gotta give it up to Brazilian But then, Trump. on the... If we if we run with that that <laughs> parallel and that, and that timeline, that would also mean that Bernie Sanders would get out of jail and become president. And, uh, and this is the kind of shit that I am into. I want <laughs> Brazilian Trump in America, please. See, maybe this is where we would have landed had our had we had the the uh, eight or twelve years of 
of Arnie Republicans that's true. we referenced about an hour ago. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't really know anything about CM Punk, but I don't think it. I don't know if we really have. I mean, you basically told well, me all I needed to know. Speaking I think of Brazilian people up, right? He's into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He left wrestling for a long time and then thought that he became a real fighter, even though he got his ass kicked multiple times in MMA. And then he came back to wrestling and. Just was not, he's not built for it. But the funniest, okay, this is the funniest thing about it. And like, I have wrestling podcasts where people can hear me talk about this stuff, but I, I, I haven't yet. So, but hey, whatever, you're getting the, the hottest, freshest take here. Um, people keep saying like, oh, CM Punk has come back to wrestling and wrestling has changed. And that's why he doesn't fit in. That's why he keeps getting in fights. And that's why he lost his job, blah, blah, blah. But this motherfucker has always been known for being a piece of shit and getting into fights backstage and has a reputation for being the worst about it. So there was never a time where he fit in. People are like, wrestling has just changed. There's no place for CM Punk anymore. And it's like, there was never a place for CM Punk. This motherfucker always was a piece of shit that nobody liked. Nothing has changed. Everyone still doesn't like this guy. He's just a piece of shit that nobody likes. The worst part about it is that He's legitimately like a top 100 all-time Hall of Fame greatest to ever do it kind of guy. Like, he's phenomenal at wrestling. Like, not physically, but wrestling is a whole thing where it's like mental and talking and all this other stuff. But like, he's actually legitimately a Hall of Fame level caliber performer and has always been a complete piece of shit that nobody likes. And that's like kind of your thing. He. He got into some fights. He beat up uh, Luke Perry. Have you ever heard of Luke Perry? Famous actor, 90210. He was in some other stuff. Um, oh, sure, yeah. He beat up oh, his, his son. Oh, his kid, right? His son, yeah, he beat him yeah. up. He, like, he choked him. Uh, they said he choked him. They don't know how he choked him. He might have grabbed him, but he <laughs> for, choked him. For, for a hot second there, I was like, whoa, he desecrated the corpse of Luke Perry. <laughs> yeah. He, he really had some things to say about how he treated uh, uh, Tori Spelling. Yeah, is that one of the people? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's wait. The wrong CM one. Punk was like was like white knighting for Tory Spelling. Is that what I'm gathering? Yeah, exactly. No, that was, that was <laughs> that's hilarious. I wish he was, but that's... that is not true. That is not the case, but probably. Oh, that uh, that would be funny though. No, seems like his type. Anyways, uh, moving on. I'm looking. We got this docket here, but I feel like we could cut some wheat from some chaff. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's think about this. Well, just to I guess quickly round out the uh, <laughs> this whatever gender block of uh, um, broads and bros being crazy uh, or strange or whatever. Here's a dudes rock type article. Man tried to travel the Atlantic. In a hamster wheel, U.S. says. Again. It's my favorite part of the whole thing. (laughs) My favorite part of the whole thing is the again, uh, which is just very Forrest (laughs) Gumpish, you know, which this is this is what I was referencing earlier about about uh, read uh, something I thought about could possibly be funny to read or just talk about in a later episode is um did you know there was a sequel to Forrest Gump written like it was it was originally a novel <sighs> okay this feels like something i've heard 
but also it feels like something that I would say I've heard so that I don't seem stupid. <laughs> no, you, but I mean, it's like, it's just like one of those weird things that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like completely memory hold and like people never really even, it was like a best selling book, I guess, but it was because, so the guy who wrote the book, he wrote the book in like the mid eighties, I think the first okay. one, hold and on. they made like the hit, hit movie. Interrupt you real and, like, quick before you get going. Yeah. What if it was a breast-selling book, and it was a book that sold titties? Okay? Think about that, and then continue on. Uh, now I can't think of anything else. Uh, language centers shutting down. Um, so, he, so then, of course, Forrest Gump, the movie, was like this huge hit in like i think 94 or something like that within the within a year after that movie came out he wrote the sequel to just cash in and you know i don't blame the guy he's not like a super popular author i think his last name is groom which i found very sus (laughs) but um anyway he's like i don't know winston groom i think um Anyway, the idea of like this this sequel, and then they, there was like a lot of sort of talk about turning it into another movie, but it's like it would have been insane because, you know, let's just briefly Wikipedia this now because then we don't have to dedicate an episode to it like I was thinking about doing. Because um, it is actually pretty funny what goes on in this book in the synopsis. Um, Let's see. Am I? Wait, hold on. I can agree kind of, or I can see kind of where you're connecting that. uh, Because this does feel like a Forrest Gump story. It's just literally the use of, again, like as like a tacked on, like. Even still, this like contraption and trying to go across the Atlantic and that, that is some Gump ass. This is definitely some Gump style technology. (laughs) This man is Gump. In fact, this pinwheel thing from the picture, which obviously everyone loves when you talk about a picture on a podcast, this looks like you could easily catch shrimp with this. All kinds of shrimp. <laughs> as you as you sort of pedal your way across the Atlantic Ocean in your hamster wheel, it just yeah. picks up sea life to, to keep you fed. Yes. Um, you know, and it, whatever. We don't need to get into the Forrest Gump sequel, but it it it's absurd shit. Like he basically like runs into like Saddam Hussein and like the the Clintons and like creates like the Whitewater scandal. And um, I think I've heard other people talk about this, where they they talk about how hilarious it would have been if um, <laughs> it ended with him like plotting the nine eleven inside job. <laughs> oh, I like that, but I was but thinking. Unfortunately, it, ends- it was too early. I like that. But I was thinking if it ended with uh, that Forrest Gump was the homosexual prostitute sucking Barack Obama's dick in the back of the limousine. <laughs> That's the logical ending to me. I mean, it's unfortunate this guy died, this author, because, man, he could, you know, he could get Trump elected. He could suck off Obama. He could wow. knock down the Twin Towers. He'd be in Building 7, planning the fucking... Anyway, um... Yeah. Yeah, he also runs into John Hinckley Jr. He oh, accidentally nice. exposes Jim Baker's uh, affair. Okay. Yeah, a bunch okay. of weird shit. He He's turns also- Jim Brewer <laughs> into a right-wing psycho. 
he meets the Ayatollah. He meets Ayatollah Khomeini. Okay, okay, yeah. I like it. I'm into um, this. And okay. then after I've said all of that, and I'm, I'm like going backwards into the the plot synopsis, it's like Forrest sells encyclopedias door to door, helps create the infamous New Coke, operates a pig farm, yeah, so on and so forth, okay. etc. So and all that. yeah, when you were getting into that for a bit, I I for I didn't realize you were still reading the plot synopsis, and I was like, this motherfucker in the <laughs> hamster wheel ran into like whitewater, and <laughs> what happened on the ocean? That doesn't make any sense. Sorry. No, I got us really sidetracked because the word again in the yeah. title of, of this New York Times article Please. just instant. I heard it instantly in that that Forrest Gump voice. So yeah, that's. I mean, um, again, this is the new ethos of the podcast: no books. All autism. <laughs> when something hits you, you just go down that fucking rabbit hole. Who cares? We do not... None of this shit has to be... You, fucking Wikipedia something? Because it hits you for a moment? That's it. Nailed it. It's as close to a book as we'll ever get. <clears throat> I've, re- I've uh... read, like, Homer's Odyssey of Twitter posts, right? Like, that's the... <laughs> that's my reading. <laughs> I mean, it is still reading, but yeah, it's different. It's bite-sized. It's bright. It's It's in your face. It's it's pizza is a vegetable of, like, reading. (laughs) I mean, it's a long story short with this guy. He tried to cross the ocean from Florida to uh, your favorite country, England, uh, to London, in this vessel that he made himself. Coast Guard had to just shut down his party, and uh, now he's in jail, it seems. Yeah? That seems unfair. Oh, wait a moment. (laughs) He's actually dead. He also had a a fake bomb. Oh. Uh, So when officers approached Mr. Bellucci's vessel in a smaller boat, asked him to disembark, he said he had a 12-inch knife and would kill himself. So they returned to their ship which remained nearby, according to the complaint. The next day, officers tried again. The next day, <laughs> the officers again. tried again. 24 hours, clean it but up. This time, Get it together. This time, Mr. Bellucci showed them two knives, again threatening to kill himself. I... He then grabbed some wires and said he would blow himself up, according to the documents. Later, he told the officers that the so-called bomb was fake, you don't yeah. say. He didn't um, even... Okay, to be fair, he didn't say that there was a bomb. He just grabbed some wires and said he'd blow himself up. That's, I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's on them. They inferred the bomb, so he shouldn't get... They shouldn't tack on, like, false bomb charges on that. Um, I fuck with this guy's energy. I love it quite a bit. I love uh, Jim Belushi here. He's a uh, strong, <laughs> strong, uh, like, really, like, amazing... You know what I love? Again, call back to what I talked about earlier on the tennis court, putting the gun to your head. Threatening suicide with a knife? Chef's kiss. I love it. I love it. And then, upping the ante. Second knife? Two knives? Two (laughs) knives? I've got two knives now. What are you going to do? Yesterday, you were concerned. I had one knife. Today, two. I've got two. What are you going to do now? It it almost makes you think there was some weird foresight into, like, I'll bring out the one. Yeah. 
see how they how they react Let's to that. See how one knife. If does. they fuck with me again, I know I got a second knife. I have the second knife. <laughs> Everyone, a lot of people say you don't have a second knife. I've got a second knife. I've got it. I've and got it there. As 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 if the second knife makes killing yourself easier. It ups the ante. I've got two. I've got two of them. I kill myself, yeah, I and guess... I could I could touch you. I could touch you with it. I'd Come at me. I'm gonna stab my myself gonna... and throw throw one at yeah. you guys. I'll yeah. get some. Of, I will get some of my blood on you, and you don't know what I got. Hepatitis. I might have hepatitis. I I've been on the ocean for days. I'm a salty sea dog. You don't know what's coursing through these veins. You want any of that? I got shrimp from the protozoa era that have just become back alive <laughs> from Burning Man. I'm gonna put in you. You want any of that shit? You don't want any of that shit. Okay. That's called a callback. Okay. Bam. That is how comedy works. So, solid UCB training. I hear it. Um, my use. Okay. This, this was the extent his f- of my UCB training. One time when I was getting off the train, I saw Donald Glover with a case of beer going down the train, and I said, Hey, man. I love Mystery Team. And he said, hey, I'm taking these beers to UCB. You should come with me. And I said, I'm not joining that cult. And I just walked away. <laughs> You're now actually setting us up for that other article that I think we should talk about. Let's do yeah, it. We can Go. Very quickly. But but I have to throw in here about Mr. Belushi. Balucci. Um, Belushi. This was his fourth attempt to cross the ocean in this homemade, in a homemade contraption. Each time the Coast Guard ultimately intervened. In 2021, beachgoers were stunned when he popped out of a top hatch of a wheel, having traveled just 25 miles of his planned route from St. Augustine, Florida to New York, using the power of his two legs and, if all had gone according to plan, the Gulf Stream. What? Leave this guy alone. Let, let him my man live. Die. Let my man live. Let it. Let him live and let him, let him die. If, if he dies, like... Let him take, like, risk his own life. I mean, he's, I mean, I, I get there's, I mean, no, I'm not going to talk super seriously about this because this guy rules. Yeah, sure, they have man. some legal precedent to stop him, but mm-hmm. should yeah, they yeah. stop him? No. They should not. The ocean is free. The ocean is free. He also said, I know, I know what I'm doing. He said in a 2021 interview, in which he noted the purpose of his attempted trips was to raise money to help homeless people and other charitable causes. He added, quote, I am not dumb. This guy just keeps getting better and better as I read this article for the first time aloud. I'm going to teach people how to live on the sea. That's his plan. Let let him do it. Let him show. Let him bring people to this next. Yeah, anyone can land. do it. Anyone can. Anyone can expand their cultural horizons and their literal horizons and make their own contraption boat shrimp catching device. And you can do yeah. it too. That's free game. All right. I'm we sorry. Should... I'm sorry. Some of y'all are going to take the million dollars, but I'm sorry. I'm taking the dinner with Mr. Bellucci. That's free game. <laughs> Bellucci's going to teach me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna become a billionaire off of a shrimp boat contraption that I pedal with my feet. This guy does rock harder than I, I was love expecting. His, I love him um, so much. And let's end on the nice note of him not being in jail currently, but he's out on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bond. Free which my sucks. man. Free my man. Uh, <clears throat> the the court documents note. This is the final line. 
he may not go to the ocean or board a vessel on the ocean. <laughs> He's not allowed Fucking to be on the ocean. Tragic. How? Tragic. That's that. It should be illegal to make it illegal to be on the water. That's absolutely incredible. I mean, no, that's what they're saying about him right now. Right. It's a it's a tragedy. I have a feeling, <laughs> based on his past, that he's not given up either. I can't wait to keep up with this guy. Honestly, this is very much. This is our. I think this is, this is our our spirit animal, our totem saying, for the for the two podcast. podcast. Here is uh, Mr. Yes. Reza Bellucci, age fifty one. Yeah. This motherfucker. This okay. Is, okay. You know. You remember the story about the guy who would hijack trains and shit, but like really he didn't because the conductors would just let him run the train. You know oh, that guy? Yeah. I this forgot is that about guy, that. Yeah, but for yeah. the water. This is the same guy, but for the ocean. Same guy. And even and even more badass though, really, because yeah. he's honestly, building his own train. <laughs> and the ocean is way more badass than underground. Everyone can agree that the ocean is crazy. We don't know what's going on there. It's nuts. Ocean? Yeah. Way crazier than underground. So this guy <laughs> he's like that guy, but even cooler. So yes, like you said. Other podcasts, like the train guy, oh, it's funny, it's a stereotype, you're into trains. Sorry, this podcast, we stand a true warrior Chad in whatever Bellucci, because this motherfucker is on the sea, and he's building his own thing, like you said. This is the guy. And presumably his vessel catches ancient shrimp that he feasts on. Um, (laughs) Okay, so to... Just briefly... Hit, hit the uh, audible. <laughs> hit that audible. We can cut the other two. Hit the audible. Well, this is where we're so at. So bring, bringing up UCB, you know, this is a well-worn uh, joke, but uh, it's a cult like Scientology. It's sure. f- uh, famously the, uh, I think, like the the loc- one of the, the big location in LA, like on Franklin or something, I is near like, like the Scientology, right. Scientology work, headquarters. Yeah. Um, so I guess speaking of UCB and uh, AKA Scientology, Scientologists tell feds they don't want randos repairing their e-meters. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard's literary organization. That's kind of, that's I actually like that. a nice I like it. dig. I like it. Uh, that's good. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I, I dig that. I dig that quite a bit. It's like, oh, it's his book club. You were mentioning a book club yeah. earlier. This is oh, L. Shit. Ron Hubbard's book you club. You just... You just punched it up, man. man. L. Ron Hubbard's book club yes. <laughs> told the U.S. Copyright Office that it didn't support DMCA exemptions for repairing personal electronics. So they are they are so litigious as as most, anyone who knows anything about Scientology knows that they are like they're just like they're they're basically inviting people to laugh at their fucking contraptions like even more so than they already do. Um that's kind of the gist of this whole article honestly. The rest of it is just kind of um a legal drama that's not that exciting to be honest. I mean the 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 interesting part to me is just the idea of the e-meter itself, of course. I mean, it's kind of old hat, low-hanging fruit to rip on Scientology, but um well, like I, I said, mean, I, I I worked literally like within the Franklin, well, you know, UCB is on Franklin, but on Sunset, Scientology, like the headquarters, the main church, all that shit. The shit that you see in the, uh, was it 
Thoreau, Louis, Louis Thoreau uh, documentary with the big Scientology sign. That shit was it's like a I creepy saw ass building. Every day on my building. lunch break, it was fucking right there. I would walk by the big ass Scientology sign, the blue, the blue weird buildings, the L. Ron Hubbard Lane with the fucking brick road. The, these guys. <laughs> but the weird part about it was that I would see the same motherfuckers on the corner, and they would like try to talk to me, and I'm just like, man, you see me all the time. I got my fucking name badge on. You know I'm not trying to talk to you. Don't hand me shit. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. You know what I mean? Like. And they still kind of did, and they had all this energy about it, and I'm just like, I don't know, like, goddamn, like, what's going on here? Really, like, really what's going on? Because you're putting a lot of energy and effort into this shit, and it's just like, so fake, but you have to remember that it's like, it's Hollywood, and a lot of these people think that this is going to make them, like, a celebrity. They're going to become, a, like, a, an actor and a star off of this shit, like. It's fucking crazy. Right. The e-meter they don't, thing and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's so, that's so sad because they just don't see the basic direction that these things flow. You don't join Scientology and then become a star. Right. <laughs> You're they, a movie yeah. star and then you join Scientology. They think it goes the other I way. Mean, I mean, okay, here's an, ex- here's an exception I know of off the top of my head because it's like a musician that I like who I always am like loath to remember is still Beck? technically a Scientologist. Beck, yeah. Okay. He but he was born into the church right. because of like his grandpa grandfather or some shit. Right. Um But yeah, they think but that yeah. like the connections and all that stuff is gonna make them like become a celebrity <laughs> and famous off of that shit. And it's just like, brother, this is not how it works. Here's I just that. thought of like a hilarious fake uh conspiracy theory of like how Scientology boosted Beck made his career <laughs> like it just I've couldn't be I've seen people truth. say that I've seen people actually really? say that seriously yes people believe the only reason why anyone knows who Beck is is because of him being a Scientologist it I couldn't know, be like, because he's actually talented. No, That's no, no, too no, crazy. No, 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 no. He is not talented. No, that is not true. What? His music is so, not good. No one likes it. It's because he's a Scientologist. I, I wonder what those people would have to say to the fact that, like, Beck There's, was, like, making little fucking, like, uh, cassette tape music in his bedroom for, like, 12, 15 years right. before he was, had before any, knew like, the fuck success. He was. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and the fact that there's millions of Scientologists who have dick to their name and no one knows who the fuck right, they are. Right, right. <laughs> how... Yeah, that, that's, fu- that's funny. I, I guess I'm not surprised, but no. when I thought of it, I was like, that's, that really would be a bad shit, shit. conspiracy yeah, I mean, theory. It's the same as anti-Semitism, right? It's like the thing where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, the Jews run Hollywood, every, you know, that's... That, and it's like... Okay, well, there's thousands of Hasidic Jews who literally are, like, fucking impoverished and can't fucking speak English and shit. And, like, how how come they're not, uh, you know... They're a smokescreen for the real cabal. Right, they're, they're just covering up... <laughs> like, no, man, they're, like, it's just, you know, it's, it's just a merit... Okay, so even if you believe that, like, there's some conspiracy and they run shit, but then there's also, like, a hierarchy and, a, and like... You know, you have to like, then it's like, okay, well, then you still have, so it's still a crapshoot just like everyone else because there's thousands of them. So, okay. It's like, it's basically like the difference between scratchers and lottery tickets and I can hit it 
medium big, but I spend less money, and then now we're getting chintzy, and we're talking about, like, okay, well, this, you know, this uh, coin machine works better than that one, and then it's like knowing claw machine tricks. You've, got, you've ever seen the dudes on TikTok who are like, this is how you I just beat every saw claw one machine. yesterday, like, yeah. Now you're just, you're really, like, gamifying and breaking these things down where it's just like, wait a minute. All of this shit is built on a house of cards. There's no real leg up. It's all... Hit the magic thing. Ah, what's his name? The fucking Pee Wee Herman died. Ah, what's the magic word? It's fucking con. It's capitalism. It's all capitalism. You can't. You can't win because the person at the top just wins. Like no one else wins. You get like they they throw some scraps down and maybe you can like get there, but it's not. There's no like fucking trick to it. Again, like they say, anti-Semitism is. Marxism for fucking dullards or, you know, however you say it. I didn't hit the exact (laughs) words, but you get my point. It's like, it's the same. It's like, man, you are really fucking picking the the pepper out of that shit, as uh, Matt Chrisman would say. Moving on. I don't know. Do we have any other articles? I feel like we can close it out, but it's up to you. Um... We have been going for a good while, I guess. Um... Yeah, why don't we just... Fuck it. Save it. We got plenty that we can do next time around. I wanted to make a joke about that, you know, because she's old. And then what was the other thing? The oh, yeah. Top? Let's let's just talk. Let's okay. talk about the let's no. talk about those last. OK, the last, la- here's uh, the thing about the last, last two. One or two can we there? start with the yacht thing? Because that was the bottom one. But I want to ask you before we even talk about this. I don't even want to say the guy's name. The last article, the yacht doctor. Can you. Without saying the guy's name, explain to me why I care about this guy. Like, who is this guy? Why does he matter? Do you know? Uh, I don't think it's so much that he is important okay. as much as it's it's about the place where he was operating out of. That's more okay. what the article seems to be about. <sighs> okay, give me... Um, again, keep it vague. I would like... I just... I would... Because I don't, th- I'm trying to take like a principled stance thing on here, so I don't even want to like reference the guy by name without like being like, what are we talking about here? Why? Why is this a story? Like when you say the place that he's out of, you mean like where he lives or where he made his money? Where he lives, there's this this place in Florida called the Ocean Reef Club, which is this like highly uh, exclusive okay. community, I guess, of just rich-ass rich motherfuckers who just... It's just like a hedonistic okay. escape-type place. Okay, and so I think there's, I mean, proves my point. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Well, I mean, you you could, like, put on your true anon goggles and, like, start to see, like, you know, just sure. weird secrecy, yeah. Yeah. like, uh, human trafficking type shit going on here. I mean, that's not what's being anyone's being charged with. He's being charged with like drug possession and um right. hiring prostitutes uh and uh, have and like what, having illegal guns on his boat. Sounds like he's being charged um, with uh party rock and a having a good time. <laughs> yeah, sounds like he's being charged with a, I, a third degree felony dude's rock. Uh, <laughs> I see. This is you get my point is it like this feels like I a do. story that's really just like Everyone gawk at this rich asshole 
um, he like isn't it so bad that he's living such an opulent life? Which like I agree with, but again, back to you know, ah, say the magic word, capitalism. No one should have this kind of money to squander this way and be this kind of person. But this guy in particular, there's like nothing notable or real about him. And even if, even if, and I wouldn't agree with it, but even if there was like a level of like, oh, this guy's being a hypocrite because he's like a a, a, a church pastor or a politician or something, but like he, he gives like a pro-family uh, you know, I, I thumped the Bible thing, but there's even, there's not even undertones of that. It's just like, look no. at this rich asshole who has a bunch of money and spends it on the kind of shit that you would spend your money on if you had it. Like, it's I really... would buy a yacht, I would buy drugs, I would buy prostitutes if I had all the money. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm definitely not trying to say this is like a important or great article either. I just, I thought it, the reason I put it after the Pelosi thing is just because it made me think of uh, old people still, still uh, kicking or whatever, um, not, not letting their that's age, uh, very fair, uh, keep, keep them down. Well, that's and medical see, science. Medical science now, is making it so that you're able to, to be a, a pedophile way into your 80s and 90s. Back in the day, you had to stop being a pedophile in your, like, 50s and 60s. But now, <laughs> I can continue to be a pedophile. Uh, okay, hand to God, hand to the Bible, God willing, I will continue to molest children until my 100, 110, 120, maybe. I will still be molesting children. Please, copy this audio. Disseminate it to everyone. I am telling you, <laughs> if I'm lucky, I will continue to molest children until I am 120 years old. To quote our favorite uh, journalist from earlier today, God bless America. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, the article really is more centered on this this place, but it, it's, you know, it, like you're saying, it's not... There's nothing really surprising about this. It's, that's not really the point. Like the only reason I tacked it on here again was to play off of the <laughs> article again, not, we skipped I, over to get to it. I'm not blaming you. I'm not judging you. I'm just like that was my thing. Like I was just like I don't. I was trying to search this guy. I was like looking up his name and being like, who is this guy? What? What's well, his, here's what's all you need to know about this guy. There's no deal. Are you are you on the are you looking at the article? Yeah. Scroll down to the last picture of him in court. Yes. Look at he what's on his so fucking cool. shirt. He looks so cool. Look at what's on his shirt. Look at what's Wait. on his shirt. Oh. Pickle Rick. He's got a fucking okay. like homemade Pickle, pickle Rick, Rick long, long sleeve, sleeve t-shirt. Is it the same long sleeve from the first picture, though? Like, when he's in cuffs? Uh, Yeah, yeah but like, is, you can't is, read is. Pickle yeah. Rick on, yeah. the, on the arm yeah. on that one. <laughs> this guy's, I mean, this guy's a whole ass vibe. Like I said, I like this guy. I like his, I like his thing. Just like, look, I mean, he looks like he's living hard and oh, yeah. having a oh, fun time. Yeah. And he probably, I mean, who knows? He's probably getting up to some like weird heinous shit. I don't oh, know. But the fact that he's wearing a Rick and Morty shirt that looks homemade is the right. funniest part of the whole thing. I to love me. it. I like that guy's vibe. Honestly, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I, <laughs> pickle Rick long sleeve. Definitely, that's a that's a choice. I'm into it. But yeah, you know. Anyway, like I said, it's not. I'm I'm not like saying anything about you or anything weird like that. I'm just saying like. No, I know. I know. 
this is like a, a fucking it's really just a, a gawking at a freak kind of story which is cool with me that's fine but like i just i really don't have time for it for this guy because it's like this is like small potatoes when it comes to like look at the fucking re- like the really really bad stupid billionaires who are wasting their money on stupid stuff like this guy is like Oh, he's Very a drop in the bucket up. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 like cuddly by comparison yeah. for sure. This guy but probably worried just... about money at one point. It's like Elon Musk never worried about money at all. You know, like there's people right. who like this guy probably like at some point he thought he did something. You know, yeah, fuck that. That's tough. You know, like, I mean, all I know is he's a doctor of some sort, and sure. uh, he lives in this like hedonistic Floridian exclusive community that people seem to infer like spooky creepy Ooh. shit about um yeah. but let's let's go backwards in time yeah. yeah so pelosi's announced that she's gonna run for re-election of course uh, next is. year and um what's there to say about this really other than i mean i guess it's just the the whole issue that is, you know, kind of, it's been talked about on this podcast and many others, old people being old in the government, <laughs> you know, yeah. this is on the heels of Mitch McConnell's, you know, catatonic breakdown number three or four. Uh, it, it goes, it goes into, um, okay, last paragraph here. This is like, Pelosi's like defending Diane Feinstein Steinstein. Um, at the time she blamed quote the left for the criticism of Feinstein, but added if she were a guy, you wouldn't even hear about it. You wouldn't you wouldn't even hear about it. You know it, I know it. And I won't name important senators who were chairs of committees. I won't name trails off, the I president guess. of the who United States, shape. who everyone constantly Exa- talks oh, about how old okay. he is. You, you, you've jostled my memory of what okay. I wanted. The main thing I wanted to get out of this article is, okay, they ask her if she miss, misses being the speaker, the House speaker. She said, no, I sometimes wonder why I don't miss it. But I think I've done my time, she said. I loved it. It was a great honor. Imagine to be Speaker of the House, second in line to the presidency, which of course would never happen. But nonetheless, never. the prestige of it all. I love my members. I love the institution. I lo- This is the second time now, that, you know, like I guess in this week, that yes, she said this and Kamala basically said it because they asked her, like, are you ready to take over? And she's like... Uh yeah, I'm I'm ready. Where am I? You know, and yeah. um, but she also said like took- Joe Biden's not going anywhere. You know, they have to keep saying that like he's fine. He's totally fine. He's not good. How how could it, someone in their 80s die? Is basically what they're saying. Like totally indignantly. Yeah. Like that. It wouldn't be microplastics that would kill him. That's for sure. <laughs> Not old it might be. In the end, the microplastics slayed well, the, the To the be giant. fair, I'll give it to Pelosi. She's right. The Speaker of the House would never become president. Because the only way would be that the President and the Vice President die at the same time. Right? Because, okay, fair enough. But I, yeah. I took that yeah, more I mean, as like... No, the no, no, chain no. of events wouldn't saying, even kick. He would. Being. There's no way Biden's going to ever die. Right? That, I get what you're saying. Like, that's what she's implying. Biden, Biden yeah. would never die. Um, 
The but likelihood, yeah. yes, of both the vice and the president both dying in so quickly the same that you don't like because the whole yeah the whole point is that like the, the president dies and then the vice president takes over and then appoints a new vice president. They'd have instantly. to be blown up in the same They'd attack. They'd have to die at the same yeah. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or else it's not going to happen. That's not what matters. Um, but yeah, I agree with a. But basically, maybe it more just sort that. of reminded me of what. That Kamala has yeah, said Kamala, and what people what say all the Kamala, time. <laughs> what Kamala Harris is saying there. Um, and, uh, yeah, but one thing that stands out to me is, like, this, and I think I tweeted it out, but it's just, like, it's the fucking truth, because someone else, like, maybe linked this article or something, like, with the Feinstein, as you mentioned, with the Feinstein example already in the precedent being set, like, why would Nancy retire? Why would Nancy Pelosi retire at this point? Because the precedent has been set that, like, you can stay a California senator and be Diane Feinstein level of fucking gone bur- weekend at Bernie's. Why would she retire? Like, we've already shown that we'll accept this. You get what I'm saying? Like, True. the ratchet, a ratchet yes. only goes one way. Like, that's the whole fucking I understand. Point. I understand why, like, people will still accept, like, that, you know, someone like, because Pelosi, yes, by comparison, is not even, you know, I mean, compared to Biden, she's like c- way more together, right. although, you know, she's fading quick as well. But what it makes me think of is like, what is what's really going on in these people's heads? Because like, she's already like a hundred hundred millionaire whatever it's not like she's in it for the money and like or even that sense of power because she's not even the speaker anymore she's kind of just like an afterthought in congress in a way um i mean what i mean is like she's not making the headlines the same rate that she used to right right and uh so what is it like what and all i can think of is like it's always it's got to be almost like I mean, I'm not saying this is the only possibility, but it made me think of, like, they are so fucking, like, I don't know, personally, in quote, scare quotes, spiritually empty, that, like, nothing else can, like, fend off the fucking darkness for them, like, being in Congress, and that is a depressing thought. It's it's a brain <laughs> It's like, sickness. just it's go, go as- off and fucking play... Play with your fucking money. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a brain sickness. It's just like... Yeah. Just like hoarding wealth, these people are hoarding power. It's a brain sickness. It's a disease. They're addicted to it. And yeah. just like people who have a billion dollars and could never, like, want for anything ever, right, their right. sickness is like the same thing. It's like the, the power... They can't imagine what would happen if they don't have that power and that control anymore. And, you know, it's also, like, the same as, like, the fucking 90-year-old who still works at Walmart or whatever greeting people. It's, like, it's, like, this weird, like, if I stop doing this, I'm gonna die. And it's also, like, yeah. I need more. It's it's legitimately a brain sickness. It's a, a, a very exclusively American brain sickness. It's something I'm very lucky and happy that I don't have. I recently started a new job. This is a bit of an anecdote. Like, not, you know, not exactly a new job. But... One of my coworkers, I have one particular coworker who absolutely sucks at his job and is lazy as fuck. 
And as we were talking and stuff, and we're like going through things, and I'm like, oh man, you suck ass at this job. And he, he legitimately, he has no qualms. I didn't say it directly, like, oh, you suck. But like, he has no qualms in just being like, I'm not very good at this. This other person, they're much better. This other, you know, I'm, I got my shoulder hurts and whatever. But then as we're talking about everything, you know what he said? He said, oh yeah, just FYI, I'm the, I'm your union steward. I'm your union steward. And that was like, that's what I want. I want my union steward to be a guy who sucks ass at his job and doesn't give a fuck about it. That's what you want. That's the person you want in that position. Nancy Pelosi, these motherfuckers, they're fucking sick for power, all this and that. They think that, like, it matters. And blah. That brain sickness fucking sucks. What you want is the guy who sucks ass at his job, but he's a union steward, and he's trying to make sure that it doesn't matter that you suck, that you still fucking get paid. And that's the person that you actually want to respect and like and enjoy. And these motherfuckers are gross, disgusting ghouls who think that at some point, I don't even think they think anything, but I was going to like, I was going to like attribute some like bigger picture to them. There's no fucking bigger picture than them. They're fucking weird, gross animals. I fucking hate it. This mentality (laughs) is disgusting. It's perverted and it's bad. And this is why it doesn't matter to harken back to the first fucking article. It doesn't matter if people communicate more than any other creature on the planet because we communicate gross, disgusting, fucked up thoughts like this. Like Nancy Pelosi's brain hemorrhaging out weird fucking, like, I need to grasp at power and have some kind of control over things. That's the kind of shit that we're communicating to each other instead of cool shit like birds singing songs to each other because they're like, hey, are you trying to let me fuck? And I think that's way cooler to be like, it's really early, the sun's coming out, let me chirp some notes into the air. <laughs> and let me fertilize those eggs, baby girl. Uh amen. Um yeah, I say I I say more more being teamster pilled, less being a Pelosi type pilled. Um Yes. And I suppose on that note, we should do the uh, the thing that we do and uh, have a recommendation. If you don't have one, that's cool. <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got one in mind. Uh, please, I please. saw this really really me, excellent. Oh, Before uh, you do, let me do mine. My recommendation is again: yeah. don't read books, don't watch movies, don't. <laughs> I mean, you could listen to songs. I guess they're fine. Music is okay. Just passes through you. But again, try to strive to be... Number one, be in a union. That's my biggest, like, my recommendation. Be in a union. I've... I'm getting older. I've been working a long time. I've only worked union, and all of my jobs have been pretty okay. My wife, other people I know, they have jobs. They're okay. They're not as good as being in a union job. So be in a union, and then once you're in the union, try to be the worst guy and the laziest guy at your job, but be the union steward. Or work for the union, even. Try to be so lazy that your boss tries to get you to leave your job to go work for the union instead. Be that guy, because that's the guy to be. Anyways, you can, you know, tell them to read something or whatever. <laughs> uh, sure. I, I recommend passively absorbing this entertainment called uh, Mask Girl, which is a brand new uh, Korean series on Netflix. Uh, it was very, very enjoyable. I 
had no idea where it was going as it went to where it went. Um, I mean, I guess to give some sense of what it's ostensibly about, uh, an office worker who is very insecure about her appearance um, becomes this masked internet personality in her off hours, and this leads to a chain of wild, entertaining, captivating, funny, strange events uh, that like expands beyond like generations and stuff. It's it's got an interesting scope and a lot of twists and turns and whatnot. And uh, I strongly recommend. I think it was quite popular recently. Maybe just in Korea, but I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't, in any case, it sounds interesting. It doesn't sound familiar. Um, when you watch it, it's it- it's it's very new. Like it just okay. came out. Like like a month ago or something maybe okay um seven seven episodes so it's not like it's not like one of these giant commitments you know like certain series are um you could watch it in like a day or two or three whatever um yeah it was really enjoyable as the last like really fun thing i glued my eyes to so there's that and Oh, what do we do here? We still have a website, heatdeathpod.com, which has the, the episodes and links and whatnots. Um, I think that's all I'm going to promote for that for the time being. Um, and by all means, plug whatever you'd like, and then we'll get out of here. Follow me on Twitter at ROH Dutch. Um, that's it. That's really it. I, you know, I do another podcast. You'll see the links. Check them out. It's if you like wrestling, listen to this. I'm gonna try to get some other guests on here. Whatever. Uh, that's about. Yeah, that's it. I already plugged my main thing, my recommendation. So yeah, cool. All right, nice. Okay, with that, we say goodbye. <laughs> that's how we do this. We say bye. We sort of trail off, saying goodbye, different languages and different words for goodbye, like. So long, farewell, Auf Wiedersehen. All right. <laughs> That's where I edit. That's where I so cut it. If you're selling your soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, well, nothing's gonna change if all you do is wish you could wake up and it not be true, join a union. Fight for better pay, you better join a union, brother. Organize today, you'll see where the problem really lies when the union comes around. Rich men earning north of a million want to keep the working folk down. Wanna keep the working folk down If you form a union You'll soon find that working people Are all of one kind So we ain't gonna punch down On those who need A bit of understanding And some solidarity 
that ain't right, friend. If you're struggling with your health and you're putting on the pounds, doctor gives you opiates to help you get around. Well, wouldn't it be better for folks like you and me if medicine was subsidized and healthcare was free? Join a union. Fight for better pay. Come on and join a union, sister. Organize today. It comes down to the self-same thing. If you're black or white or brown, rich men earning north of a million wanna keep the working folk down. Wanna keep the working folk down. Know your culture wars are there to distract While libertarian billionaires avoid paying tax You wanna talk about bathrooms while the floodwaters rise The forest is on fire and the wind burns our eyes <sighs> Something's wrong here they want to divide us because together we're strong Are you gonna take action now you sung your damn song If you don't like the rich man having total control You better get the union to roll Join a union Fight for better pay Come on and join a union Organize today Don't matter if you live in the city Or some little country town Rich men earning north of a million Rich men earning north of a million I say rich men earning north of a million Wanna keep the working folk down Wanna keep the working folk down Selling your soul and you're working all day Overtime hours for bullshit pay Join a union The first voice recording was made in 1860 It was a 10-second fragment of the French folk song Au Claire de la Lune recorded by inventor Edward Leon Scott de Martinville But who will make the final voice recording and when? What will it be? Who will hear it?